Hi, this is Dan from Valfreya. This is Heather Michelle from Grave Shadow. This is Alex from Lisa Eyes. This is Brittany Slays from Unleash the Archers. This is Drog from Winterhem, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Hey Metal Warriors, welcome back to the podcast for another Metal Artist interview. I'm here with Justin and Nathan from Epic Folk Metalers at Avant. Guys, thanks for joining us on The Great Metal Debate. Thank you for having us. At Avant hails from Arizona. If you would, we, we haven't had a lot of bands from the Southwest U.S. Tell us a little bit about the metal and music scene out there. Are there good music venues uh, for small and indie bands in your area? Uh, there are some. There's not a, a good amount of them, but and they they're not consistent. They'll pop up and then a year later they're going to be gone. We have a good range of like mid-sized venues. I want to say here, like we have Joe's Grotto, um, Club Red. That's where our our Cedar Leaves party is going to be at. Um, Yucca Tap Room is a really good small one. They do a lot of free shows. Um, not a ton, decent amount, hit or miss. We probably played at a. I don't know, eight different venues that no longer exist. I think that's something I hear from a lot of metal bands from throughout the U.S., that places will pop up and then go under pretty quickly. Same thing happens here in Arizona. Well, for those who aren't familiar with Adivant, can you give us a brief sketch of how the band initially came to be? The band, as it is now, um, is quite different from when it first formed. Uh, me, Justin, uh, me and Andy formed the band back in 2007, in November of 2007. Um, all the original members, we never released anything with them. Um, everyone except me and Andy is gone. Um, but about a year and a half or so after we formed the band, I think it was about that time frame, we ended up getting Nathan on vocals and Jake on drums. And uh, Charlotte hopped on not long after that on vocals. And uh, Corey, our bass player, I think was around that same time. Corey was a bass player at the time. He's not anymore. But, um, yeah, 2007 started by me and Andy hanging out in my garage, the house that I lived at. He uh, he brought the project to me initially. He wanted to try something new, and I was totally on board with it. We knew each other through a, a mutual friend. Yeah, we started playing music, and Avon happened. <laughs> and did you and Nathan grow up in musical homes? I didn't. I'm the first real musician in my family. My mom used to play piano, and my uh, my brother and sister were both singers. Um, but uh, I mostly just spent a lot of time growing up listening to music, and uh, eventually when I uh, moved to Arizona... I started meeting other people who wanted to play music and join metal bands, and that's when I really got into playing music. And so when the band was first conceived back in 2007, what was the genesis for starting toward the folk metal genre? What was the inspiration for that? That was really Andy's doing at first. Um, I personally, at that time, I was 19 or 20 years old. Um, 
and I wasn't familiar at all with folk metal. I think I heard one or two Insafirm songs before. That was the extent of it. But then he brought me this uh, project at the time. He called it the Beowulf Project, kind of playing songs based off of Beowulf's uh, story. And he came up with the whole soundtrack to go with it. Um, that was kind of more folky themed. And then he introduced me to Fintroll and Teresis and Winter Sun. And I mean, the list goes on with all the folk metal bands. But um, yeah, the, the whole folk metal approach, Andy is the one who brought that to the table. Since that time, have you all had the opportunity to play bills with other folk metal bands? Absolutely. Uh, I like to think we've played with most of the big ones. Um, I'm staring at our Pagan Fest poster right now where we played with Inspirum, Tear, Hide of Oak, Troll Fest. We played with Ailstorm numerous times, Corpaclani, Teresa's Winter Sun, Ventral, Elevati a couple times. I think all of Equilibrium. Equilibrium yeah. is the only big one, but and they just haven't been here. Love Equilibrium, but they've never, never been to the States. You've certainly shared the stage with some of the big names in that genre. That's pretty amazing. Are there any other local folk metal bands, or do you find yourselves, when you have local shows, uh, are those mostly cross-genre type concerts? Our shows are almost 99. Any local shows, it's 100% cross-genre. Only time we ever really play with other folk metal bands is when we're playing a folk metal tour that's coming through that we're opening for. Um, Our CD release show that we are playing on January 27th at Club Red we're playing with a newer, I'd like to call them like a blackened folk metal band. They're called Olden from Tucson. But they're uh, very recent. Well, I haven't heard of Olden, so I'm going to definitely check those guys out. Let's talk a moment about the band's upcoming release, the new album, The Unyielding, set to be released at the end of January. How long have you all been working on this album? Um, well, that album, we took about a year hiatus to write the entire album. Um we started with a, a combination of, of writing um, writing some of the songs and then having um, sessions where we just write the whole story because um, we really wanted this to be a solid concept album. And uh, that, along with um, getting um, Ryan on the album, took about uh, a year and a half, I want to say. Yeah, we had very few shows in that time frame, but... Yeah, like like Nathan was saying, we took almost a year uh, hiatus to really solidify the album and get that down. And then we decided, hey, let's get a second guitar player. We never had one before. And it added a whole other heaviness. We got to throw some more harmonies in there. Um, it's sounding good now. I'm glad we, glad we took the time to do it. And you all have released a couple of full-length albums previously, 2011's Tale Untold and 2013's A Light Cut Through the Void. How has your thoughts about the band's sound evolved in the many years since that last full-length release? Uh, the sound has definitely uh, matured, I want to say. It's progressed quite a bit. We uh, go back and listen to some of the songs, particularly off of Tale Untold, and we're like, wow. <laughs> it's pretty simple to play. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, they're still, still fantastic songs, and uh, we still play them live all the time, but the music has definitely matured, um, become more complicated. Off this newest album, even in comparison to A Legacy of the Void, um, I like to think our folky tracks are more fun. 
the heavier tracks. They're heavier, more driving. We have some more complicated music on here. Uh, it's it's a solid progression from the last two albums for sure. I also want to say it's a lot more diverse. Um, there, are, um, whereas some of the other albums you'd have like two or three different types of songs. Uh, on this new album, I'd say every song just about is dramatically different from the others. And is that just a natural evolution of the band's sound? I definitely think that was natural. I don't think there was any intention changing the sound at all. Just kind of, it, it happened naturally. Me or Andy were the primary songwriters, kind of sitting around on our own thinking of music. I'm like, hey, this sounds good. Let's bring this to the table and see what everybody thinks about it. Uh, the only difference between this album is that um, a lot of a lot of the story was actually um, written or at least generally thought out before some of the songs. So that, that is true. That may have influenced a little bit of it. That's the only real difference. Yeah, we, we have, I guess, with the storyline uh, factor, we do have uh, something to base the music around. So we can kind of theme the music around the storyline this time. Well, talk about that a little bit because I understand this is something of a concept album. Can you share with us, without giving away the entire plot, a, a little bit of the feel of, of what's going on with this album? Um, sure. So um, we wanted to, uh, since the first album was a concept album, but it was written with uh, a lot of different lineup changes, we really wanted to have like a, a, a solid concept, like a story go through this whole album. Um, so it revolves around this character um, named Darius, and um, he's sent uh, on this journey that takes him through a lot of, uh, I don't know, different walks in life, different groups of people. And it uh, it shows a lot of, like, perspective change on it. And um, it's about, like, what he finds out in the world and how he um, deals with uh, the new changes and the new things that he's learning, uh, to, to not spoil anything, at least. But as any good avant album has there's definitely some big battles and lots of drinking (laughs) (laughs) well we've seen a little bit of that you've already released the single renegade ridge from the unyielding would you say that's a fair representation of what fans can expect from the album sound wise i'd say so yeah uh it's driving it's heavy it's fun it's folky it's it's, uh obviously like nathan was saying earlier there's lots of uh, diversity within the album. It's hard to pick one song that represents it all, um, but I think that does a decent job of it. And along with the single, you also produced a video with that, which uh, you mentioned drinking earlier, <laughs> shows you guys out there drinking and having a good time. What was it like making that video? Uh, that was so much fun. Uh, yeah, we uh, fortunately, there wasn't a lot of uh, precipitation here in Arizona, so we went up to the uh, high country up on the rim we have a nice spot that i think represents renegade ridge pretty damn well um and there's no snow up there yet so we were able to go up there with the cold weather and uh film an awesome music via outside got a lot of friends up there uh lots of beer drinking horns pier pieces <laughs> yeah that was a blast to film the band portion uh the band shots back here in town it was a blast and we highly recommend uh nate doan as a videographer, he did a fantastic job. Yeah, it's really cool. I think it very much fits the video feel, fits with the music. Absolutely. You mentioned earlier, uh, Nathan, uh, you do vocals along with Charlotte as well. Obviously, contrasting styles there. I'm curious, at what point in the composition process 
do you decide how to break down the vocal duties? Um, so it's uh, we we try not to keep it the the exact same every song. Like me singing the the heavy parts, her just uh, singing with the more melodic sections. We try to mix it up a bit. Um, so we we experiment a bit. Um, like we try to write different parts for her, see what sounds good where. Um, and then depending like uh, on the lyrics of the story, like is this uh, is this a dialogue or is it a narrative? Um, if it's a dialogue, would it be a character that's better represented by Charlotte or by me? Um, so, so all of those factors really go into it when we're deciding who sings what part. And what it'll sound like or how, how you would produce that li- in the live setting, does that come into play as well? Definitely the overall sound comes into play. There are some parts, like, listening back, like, uh, and you'll hear it when the album comes out, but uh, we have the, the intro track, which is an overture of the album, but the first uh, real song on the album, um, it's called Gallop's Pass. And uh, the chorus of that song, like, I cannot picture Nathan singing at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> like, that part definitely sounds, you need that big operatic vocal uh, feel, and that's what Charlotte brings. So there are definitely parts, heavy or not, where we know it would sound better with uh, uh, Charlotte doing her operatic vocals or Nathan doing his growls. So that, that, that definitely comes into play when we're doing the vocal selections. Well, guys, as I begin to wrap up with you, remind us what Adivant have planned as far as that album release, and then tell us maybe what plans you all have to uh, support the release. Um, so the CD release show is January 27th at Club Red. Um, we have tickets on sale for that now uh, at our Bandcamp, adivant.bandcamp.com. And um, following that, we don't have anything... Um, books per se but we have some uh we can't announce them yet (laughs) yeah nothing nothing uh too big and like going on on a tour we have some shows uh lined up after the sea release um and who knows hopefully this fall sometime maybe we'll we'll try to venture outside of arizona a little bit yep you can uh find us uh on facebook to search for advent we should pop up there um we've got a youtube channel um, our band camp is a great place to go now at avant.bandcamp.com. And, uh, that is also where you can go to buy any merchandise. You can buy the, uh, pre-order the physical or digital album of the unyielding and any of the uh, past albums also. And I just purchased the unyielding online prior to this call. I can tell you it was really quick and easy to do. So I would encourage folks to definitely check that out. Go buy that. I'm assuming you guys will be sending that out shortly after the uh, release date. Yep, we'll definitely be sending it within a few days of, uh, of the release show. Well, I would encourage folks to purchase that album online. And if you're anywhere around the Phoenix area, to go check out that CD release show on January 27th. Justin, Nathan, thanks so much for joining us today. And excited to hear the album and uh, see what's coming for Adivant in 2018. Yeah, thanks for having us.